0: What exactly does this mean in terms of the legal standing? Uh, because Trump is saying that he is simply implementing domestic uh, policy.
1: Well, Trump is implementing a particular segment of U.S. domestic policy. His speech, and I've read it carefully, is is pure nonsense. And you heard that the uh, moving of the embassy, he said, would be a tribute to peace. And, and that is also nonsense. Why would the man do this? He is a wild card, as you know, Sakina. He probably has three reasons. One, uh, he loves to disrupt things and to sow turmoil and make himself the center of attention. So he's at variance with the 86 other countries, including South Africa, that keep their embassies in in Tel Aviv. He secondly likes to uh, have a distraction. He's being uh, pursued by the special counsel, Robert Mueller, for his financial dealings with the Russians, and he's had a bad tax act in the last week past that's going to uh, reward his he and his cronies billions of dollars. It's a kind of state-capture sakina, so he needs a distraction, and this embassy thing is a big distraction that he sort of revels in. And then finally, he is devoted to his base, which is uh, the evangelical uh, community that is the hard-right evangelical community, not the Jimmy Carter, Jesus is peace, uh, and the peace process uh, evangelicals. And they are hard over uh, against Muslims and like the idea of this alliance with Israel. But also the Republican right that took power in 95 against Bill Clinton sought to embarrass Clinton's peace efforts by passing this legislation that was referred to in your, in your earlier piece. So uh, this is pure Trumpism and it's nonsense. And I guess the international community has uh, no other option than to stand up and protest.
0: But, but why would he ignore, uh, you know, all the concern expressed by world leaders, um, you know, by other countries, regions, and looking at the outrage coming from the Middle East? Why and at what cost would he ignore that?
1: You, you can't deal with Donald Trump in a rational way, Sakina. He is the uh, least qualified, least appropriate president in American history, I have I've just published a SIA report on his implications for Africa, and it really stretches your mind to try to think how this man's uh, narcissistic and misogynist mind works. But he is, at heart, a white ethnic nationalist, screaming for returning America to what his vision was. And it's a total variance with the rest of the international community. And I hope, ultimately, the new majority that's taking power in America but uh, he's very hard to explain, and he's very hard for other governments to come to terms with. The former Prime Minister of, of Australia said he's made in one year the U.S. the laughing stock of the world. And I don't think that's an exaggeration, but you do have to deal with the United States, and it's a conundrum for all governments, including the South African government.
0: And what does this mean for the Middle East and the peace process in that region?
1: Well, the U.S. is not a player right now. It's a little like saying that it would, in the 1970s, uh, want peace in South Africa so long as uh, the Afri- Afrikaner government and, uh, and a Soweto community would be treated as equals. The Palestinians are being turned into an apartheid state that they already have been. And it really is a one state solution with Israel dominant. And and you heard in your piece Benjamin Netanyahu and the republic and the right wing and in and, and, and Israel, the Orthodox wing, is delighted. But are they the majority going forward? I pray to God they are not.